Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. And welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today, we're going to be discussing how to separate you from your competition. We've talked about this before, but it just needs emphasized. It needs driven home and everybody needs to learn how to separate themselves from the competition today because we know competition is at an all time high and trust is at an all time low. Our own president of the United States recently stood up at a State of a Union address and spoke and was caught in over 10 outright lies. So do you think consumers today can trust what you say in your small business as a small business owner? I hope so, but it's doubtful. It depends on what you say and how you say it. And it depends on the reputation that you have earned um, over the time you've been in business. So in our small area of Dayton, Ohio, we have around 600 heating and air conditioning companies. Now notice I didn't say we had 600 competitors, but we have 600 businesses in our industry right here in the Dayton market. Now I have held boot camps and we've asked that question, how many competitors do you have? Uh, just to see what people say. And uh, I have found out that many in different markets have two to 3,000 companies that are in their market or in their industry. Okay. But regardless of the size of the market, you want to be seen everywhere, whether that's Facebook. LinkedIn, Instagram, Google, podcast, news, media outlets, radio, TV, uh, direct mail, everywhere people look, you want to be seen. And I'll talk about here in a little bit just how many times in a day you need to be seen and how many ads that we actually see in a day today with social media. Okay. As the law of familiarity goes, um, the more someone sees you, the more likely they are to trust you uh, and ultimately do business with you. So uh, again, we're gonna talk more about that here in a little bit. So what I'm gonna talk about today are ways that uh, you can work harder and play harder in your sandbox, in your market, okay? So number one, I feel that you need to make every action and demonstrate integrity, every action to do so. Uh, don't become part of the crowd. Work for some people, but not everyone. And uh, dropping F-bombs and using other language can be lowering yourself uh, and lacking vocabulary and taking you down the low road. 
okay? It's just not for everyone. Um, personally, I don't listen to podcasts or I don't read books where people are constantly dropping F-bombs. If that works for you, that's fine. I always say the Greg McAfee Show, this is the clean version of the podcasts in our industry. And it's on purpose. It's how I talk in my daily life. So why would I talk any different on my podcast? Why would I come in here and think I need to be cool or I need to be like everyone else in my industry? That's just not me. Uh, I'm going to do what works for Greg, what works for Greg's company, and what works in Greg's life, and that's who I am. Okay? So, uh, number two, ways to work harder and play harder is to develop a signature greeting. Now, I just think this is cool. By the way, these are in no particular order. Um, it's just ways... I think there's nine of them total, but I think there's just ways to work harder, play harder, and be different than your competition, okay? But number two is develop a signature greeting. What does that mean? Well, you can come up with something personal if you want, but it's really worked well for us in business, and it goes way back. In the, uh, We started in 1990, and somewhere when we came out with our website, um, in, in the mid-90s, when websites were becoming popular and you needed to have one, um, we came up with uh, Repair Your Air, and I had that trademarked. So it was a, it was a tagline or a signature greeting on um, that we ended everything with, uh, you know, McAfee Heating and Air, Repair Your Air. Okay. And we did, we used that one for years. And then we came up, when we came out with eight to eight at the same great rate, uh, it, we switched from repair your air to eight to eight at the same great rate. And everything we did was revolved around that. And we marketed it and branded it heavy. And it worked very well for us. And then it took many years, like I've said before, it took many years for companies to come out with after-hour service. But when they started doing it, five years, five years after we were in the market pretty heavy doing it, uh, I, I just kind of got tired of being in that mix. They were trying to get my sandbox. They weren't doing a good job at it. Uh, every time they would come up with something, I mean, people thought of us anyway because we had been in the market so long. And I'm going to talk about something else here that just, it blows my mind, but um, it, it's good for us. It's good for us in business, but I want you to think about it in your business, okay? So one of the things was uh, when, when they came into the after-hour service, we just changed gears on them. We didn't, we didn't try. We still do 8 to 8 today. We still run 8 to 8 at the same great rate, uh, but we just changed gears, and we came out with... Uh, any season, any time, McAfee. And that's our line, that's our tagline, and that's what we use. And although we still do eight to eight at the same great rate, we don't have to bring it up anymore. When we changed gears and we went to any season, any time, the other companies quit talking about after-hour service, okay? When you're a leader in your market, folks, this is how it works. And I'm not saying it to brag. 
I'm saying it as a fact. When you're a leader in your market, people will follow you and try to copy you. Um, and you just have to stay, as the leader, you just have to stay ahead of them, way ahead of them, until they don't know what to do about it. So we use that for uh, a handful, maybe three or four years, maybe five. Uh, but then we came out um, last year with uh, Breathe Easy. And Breathe Easy is our tagline now. Um, you know, McAfee Heating and Air, Breathe Easy. and uh, Or Breathe Easy, McAfee Heating and Air. When, you th- when we think of Breathe Easy, it basically means relax, we got this, okay? And, and not only are we in the indoor air quality business, so breathing easy is very important, um, but breathe easy, choose McAfee, and that's what we say. Um, so those were our signature greeting lines um, that we have used for years, and it's really made a difference. And a lot of companies in the trade never even think about doing that. And I challenge you, if you want to separate yourself from the competition, think about doing that. Trademark something that works for you. Don't use mine. Okay, please. Mine are all trademarked and mine are all my property and you don't want to use mine. Okay. All right. Number three, um, ways to play harder, work harder, play harder is you're on have an online personality it needs to stand out what do you do what do you stand for what's important to you what's critical to you in your business i mean is it integrity is it fast service is it high quality i i hope it's not low price but it could be there's many of them out there that constantly are concerned about low price, um, even though they're not Walmart and it just doesn't work well for a small business, but that's what they try to do. And uh, But anyway, whatever it is, whatever you stand for, it needs to be you. It needs to be your company. It needs to be, you need to brand that image of what you stand for. It's your online personality. When people pull you up and they uh, search you, they know they know you because they when they see it, they know it. And that's when you start to grow. When people see certain things like our, our taglines, our signature greetings, they just know it. They can repeat it. Uh, I've been to many, many, I've spoke at many different events in, in our community. And, and people always, you're the eight to eight guy, <laughs> you know. Um, one person even said at a restaurant, they heard my voice because I'm, I'm the voiceover on all our commercials, um, both TV, radio, and social media, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, but they said, it was funny because they said they, they named their kid after us. Um, I never had that said before, but they said, our kid sleeps from eight to eight. Um, um, so they were joking. They named him after us, but um, they thought of McAfee when uh, their child slept from eight to eight. Okay. All right. So uh, number four is you want to be different. 
you want to work harder, play harder, um, get an earlier start. That will give you a head start on the competition. Um, while they're still sleeping, you're up thinking. Um, I just wrote a Facebook post today on the Iron Sharpens Iron page. If you're not a member of my Iron Sharpens Iron business roundtable, feel free to join um, if you're a small business owner. And um, we talked about this morning about, uh, you know, if you snooze, you lose. And, uh, you know, the, the, the challenge of hitting the snooze button, uh, it's not going to get you far. And uh, it's determined that it's not people who hit that snooze button, they're not as energized as people who just get up when it's time to get up uh, with or without an alarm. I said, I haven't had, I haven't set an alarm to actually get up by in a long time. And when I was in the Marine Corps boot camp and, you know, in boot camp, these drill instructors would come in yelling and banging metal trash cans. I learned right away um, I needed to just go ahead and get up before they come out. And uh, the guy that slept uh, in the bottom bunk below me, um, you never say bunk, buddy. That doesn't sound too good today. But um, his name was Bearden. And uh, him and I learned, let's get up. Let's get dressed. Let's make our bunk. Let's just lay on our bunk until they come out, and then we're ready to go. All we had to do is tuck in the blanket tighter, fluff up the pillow, and we're ready to go. While some people were still sleeping when they came out, so we got ahead of we got ahead of the the day right there. And you can get ahead of your day by not hitting that snooze button and uh, and getting up and making things happen. Because if you snooze, you lose. All right, number five is being faster and being nimble, which we've talked about several times on this show. And uh, I want you to think about this. Achieving superior responsiveness um, starts by setting ambitious objectives um, for uh, improvements. So challenge what causes delays in your business and then improve the response time uh, and that's not just being faster. That could also, um, you know, that could also mean um, faster companies are leading the pack today in most fields. Progress can come from eliminating uh, or reducing delays. So it doesn't have to be just about getting faster. It can um, be about learning to... Uh, eliminate delays or reduce them. Uh, it's important. And the fast companies today, it's important to be fast today. We live in a fast society, a microwave world. People want things done fast. They want them done right, but they want them done fast. And uh, responsiveness, improving your, res your responsiveness is important. And then number six is building a strong brand, again, that stands out for what your kind of customer supports. So the reason I worded it that way is because it, it it's important to know that you, you shouldn't be after every customer. 
And you say, what, what do you mean, Greg? I, I, I want, I need more business. I want to market to everyone. Well, I got news for you. Everyone is not your customer. I don't know what the percentage is, but there's a much smaller percentage than you think that is actually your customer. I mean, first of all, they've got to own, if you're in the heating and air business, they've got to own a home for them to actually be your customer. Unless they're a landlord and they're buying a system for a rental property, they have to own a home. So that eliminates a certain amount of people who rent. Then they have to have the kind of system you work on. And that's important. Um, it's, uh, it's important to focus, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, focus on what you do well. So what you do well in that bracket of homeowners could be, you know, 70% of those. So now you've eliminated 30% of the homeowners that you don't work on. And for us, that could be boilers. We don't work on boilers. We don't do new construction. We don't work on geothermal. Geothermal. So we're we eliminate what we don't do best and we focus on this amount down here that we do best. Those are our customers and that's how that those are who we brand to um, and uh, and that's who supports us. Is there a cause that you're passionate about? Because if there is, you need to create a brand around your passion. And I wrote down, and they will come. A lot of my passion that I have in my business, in my life, attracts people that think like me. It, it, it's hard to take those away from me because those people think like me and they like me. You know, people only do business from who they like. And so they're my hardcore customer base. All right, number seven is create product differences from others. Now, here's what I was going to talk about. Experts estimate that most Americans are exposed to 4,000 to 10,000 advertisements each day. With, with social media today, that's not unreasonable. And uh, it takes up to five to seven views to actually read an ad five five times it takes your ad coming across someone's eyes for them to read it and then it takes 10 views for you to become memorable and then it takes 20 views to create a conversion to where they're going to leave their company and come to you now folks that's powerful and you need to know that because it's not going to take one time it's not going to take two times. It's not even going to take five times to create them to, to get them to do business with you. It's going to take 20 times. So you've got to be proactive. You've got to be active. You've got to be out there. All right. So if you create product differences from others, I want you to think about um, like our private label. We have been private labeling now for 20 years. We only carry our own brand. 
which in this case is the McAfee system. So all our air conditioners, all our furnaces, all our heat pumps, all our humidifiers, thermostats, air cleaners, um, air purifiers are McAfee. That's what we do. Now, many in my, my competitive area are just now starting to private label. And I want to say, um, good luck with that. I'm not saying they can't be successful with it, but they've waited way too long. Many of them have been around my 20 years of private labeling, and they're just now starting to private label. What does that mean? Well, we've branded McAfee so strong that in many of the, the surveys, the third-party surveys and all that, we are in the top three of HVAC equipment in the Dayton area with just two national brands above us. It's crazy. When I first found that out, I was, I was blown away. I mean, my focus is on growing McAfee heating and air, and little did I know that our private label system has reached in the top. There were several name brand, na national name brands below McAfee. So we've done such a good job of branding our own system. It's in the top three of HVAC equipment. And uh, I say, wow, uh, although we've built the path to help others private label, I would not want to be them right now. They waited too long. They waited way too long. They've got to go through things that we went through, you know, uh, 17 to 20 years ago. All the questions of who makes it and who does this and who does that and who make, you know, I mean, where's it, you know, all the, who's your distribution center and what's the difference between this and this and um, so I, I just say, you know, you need to create product differences. Um, and the next one ties right in with this. You need to specialize in what you do best. This is number, this is number eight, actually. Um, you need to specialize in what you do best, which is also known as differentiate yourself from everyone else because you're only going to focus on what you do best. Like I said, we don't it's no it's no secret to my competition. We don't work on boilers. We don't work on geothermal. We don't do new construction. You'll you'll rarely find us on a rooftop. 95% of what we do is residential. Okay? But we we like that. We know what we we know what we do best and we continue to know what we're going to do when we grow up. Okay. And it's on purpose. I saw an ad the other day. This is pretty funny. I saw an ad the other day, um, from a tattoo business and their slogan, uh, in the ad said, we specialize in all types of tattoos. I thought, really? Because if I was getting a tattoo, I don't think I'd want to go there. Uh, I would probably want to focus on a tattoo um, business that specializes in only 
certain kind of tattoos, okay? And this business is hurting. It's obvious. And they're trying to do it all, but not being the best at any. Um, like I said, I just wouldn't want to do business with them. I'd want, to, I'd want someone who specializes in a certain tattoo. And it's like in the trades. It's like in the trades. I see companies uh, advertising, we install and service all makes and models and brands. That company is hurting, okay? That company is hurting because they don't know what they do best. Actually, when you do that, less people choose you. We are, we are successful today as a company after 33 years in business. We are successful today because of what we don't do and for what we do best. Okay? Think about that. All right. So those are some um, strategies um, to help you uh, separate yourself from the competition. I mean, I've said this before. I would really just like to eliminate competition. Greg, you can't do that. Why not? I'll try. Um, it blows my mind. Still today, it blows my mind. How many, we go through a down uh, in business. We go through a down and um, a slow time, very slow time, a very, uh, a recession. And very few people are spending money during this time. And I thought, that's going to take that business out. That's going to take that business out. That's going to take that business out. And I'm thinking about 12 businesses should go under from this downturn. And it only takes one or two out. I'm like, how are these other companies surviving? And it must be that they're just borrowing so much money to stay afloat. That's all it can be. Because when the bigger companies that have been around for a long time are slow, these five-year or younger companies have got to be, got to be slow. I don't get it. Anyway, now I do want to talk about some failures of differentiation strategies that can link to one of three common mistakes. And this is good to know. Um, one of them is meaningless differentiation, uneconomic differentiation, and the invisible differentiation, okay? So we'll start with the meaningless. A meaningless differentiation is a strategy where there are no benefits to the customer. It makes no sense. They have come up with an idea that their customer truly didn't care about. You know, it, it could be like, uh, it could be, that same day service or um, an installation in two days, you know, when everyone's doing same day service and other companies are doing an installation in one day, okay? So it's meaningless differentiation. It means nothing to the customer and they don't care. So that was a complete waste of time and, and, 
You're telling a lot of people about stuff they don't care. That's not going to do anything to, for your brand. It's not going to do anything to make your phone ring. All right, number two is uneconomic differentiation. It's when there are added features that can be a burden with extra costs. So some forms of differentiation, such as improving quality and order responsiveness, may not be very costly, okay? Um, so you've got to determine what kind of strategy do you have to be different and does it even make sense? And does it is it in your budget to do so? Okay. All right. And the last one is invi invisible differentiation. That's when a company can be superior to its competition on important values, things that really matter, things that company that customers rather care about. But if the customer's not aware of it, it's kind of like a secret. I've, I've coached different guys before, business owners, and I've said, are you, they're doing something really cool, I thought. Wow, that's a great idea. Um, are you advertising about it? No, no, no. Yeah, we just do it. It's a secret? Is it a secret? You know, don't tell your customers. Shh, don't tell your customers. It, it might generate more work and more, and more profit, more revenue, right? Um, so don't don't keep it a secret. If it's that good, tell people about it. Remind your customers why they choose you to ensure they keep choosing you and keep coming back. Okay? So that's what we have today. And I think those just, uh, you know, I say a few, but there's eight reasons why uh, you need to differentiate yourself and our eight reasons how, rather, to differentiate yourself. And, um, and then I threw in three bonus um, differentiations that fail. Um, so think about that, okay? Hope this helps. And before we wrap up today, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. Uh, you can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Because don't forget uh, to keep listening here uh, as we come up with and teach different ways for your business to grow and prosper and uh, separate yourself from the competition like we talked about today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook uh, at the Greg McAfee Show, uh, no spaces are or underscores, and be sure to tune in next week when we discuss more stuff about how to grow your business and think differently, and of course, sleep better at night. Thanks for listening, and as always, carry on and have a great day. <laughs>